Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. In the early 1930s, when gangsters like John Dillinger were mowing down enemies with machine guns on the streets, Congress held hearings on a sweeping proposal to severely restrict firearm sales. The testimony of one man, Carl T. Frederick, now all but forgotten, stood out. According to a transcript of the hearings, Frederick said, quote, I have never believed in the general practice of carrying weapons. I do not believe in the general promiscuous toting of guns. I think it should be sharply restricted and only under licenses. Frederick's words were notable then and now because of who he was, the president of the National Rifle Association. Today, it's difficult to find any reference to Frederick on the NRA's website, and it would be impossible to locate anyone connected with the organization who would say anything close to what Frederick did in confronting a crisis. Take Wayne LaPierre, the leader of the current NRA, after a man shot and killed 21st graders at Sandy Hook Elementary School in 2012. I mean, from the very start, my thought has been how little this has to do with actually keeping kids safe and how much it has to do with his decade-long agenda against firearms. The modern NRA is unwavering in its support for gun owners and its opposition to restrictions on gun sales, arguing that a responsible armed citizenry at home, at work, even at Starbucks, could dissuade gun violence. But when the NRA was founded in 1871 by two Civil War veterans, the organization's primary concern was not gun rights or the Second Amendment. What was it? They were bothered by the bad marksmanship skills of their fellow soldiers during the war. Yes, the NRA was originally intended to promote marksmanship. Carl Frederick was a perfect fit to lead the group. He won three gold medals as an Olympic sharpshooter, the assistant attorney general once publicly called him the best shot in America. As president of the NRA, Frederick was willing to compromise, but he was by no means a pushover when it came to gun rights. Some of his rhetoric from back then is still echoed by the NRA. In the hearings around what became the National Firearms Act of 1934, the same hearing where he argued for restrictions on carrying firearms, Frederick made clear he was willing to see limitations on big guns, but not small ones. He also argued against fingerprinting gun owners. Frederick testified that, quote, automobile owners are not fingerprinted and are, as a class, a much more criminal body from the standpoint of percentage than pistol licensees. The chairman of the committee asked him if he was serious. And Frederick goes, yes, sir. He said that he was not in favor of proposals that were not, quote, properly aimed at the crook, but that instead reached law-abiding citizens who wanted to protect their homes, meaning don't make laws that hurt the good guys while doing nothing to stop the bad guys. That sounds a lot like the good guys with guns argument that gun rights advocates use today, that if more law-abiding citizens carried guns, exercising their Second Amendment right to bear arms, they could defend themselves against mass shooters and other criminals. But Frederick didn't exactly see it that way. In fact, 
he made an admission that no doubt stung people in the hearing. He testified, quote, I have never believed in the general practice of carrying weapons. I seldom carry one. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, go to WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.